Podcast this is your host Dr. Water with Lemon recording live from the JNA Studios, March 29th, 1988/2019. Just a little something to chew on. Um, wow, that is an absolute fire jam. I remember vividly when that song came out. Uh, it was introduced to me by my cousin Kukas Jerry. Uh, we were at his apartment in Brooklyn. Uh, I think we had a couple cocktails and we went to the Mets game. Uh, the reason I actually went down there that weekend because Steven Strasburg was facing off against Matt Harvey. Uh, it was at like the height of for both of them when they were at their best. Actually, Harvey was like better at the time. The stadium literally broke out into a chant, Harvey's better. Um, living in Rhode Island, I found uh, a pair of lesbians on Craigslist uh, who were doing a ride share. They were driving down to New York, so they literally just drove me into Manhattan. I think I paid them 10 bucks, slept in the back of the car the whole way there. Um, They didn't kill me, so that was huge. Uh, We went to the game. It was a great game. Had a lot of fun. Saw the new Mets stadium for the first time, City Field. Actually, the only time. Then we went back to Kukas Jerry's apartment. That song had just come out. We were bumping it. Um, and on the way back from the Mets game, we met a couple blokes, a.k.a. lads, a.k.a. boys from Britain, uh, who were kind of lost on the train. And they were like, yeah, we're just like visiting New York checked out the game like we kind of don't know what the hell's going on we're like all right come with us so they came came up to the apartment had a couple cocktails we went to a club uh 
never saw them again, um, but showed them a good time, Pirate Till the Break of Dawn, it's a good night, good times, good song, but anyway, let's, let's hop right into it, um, alright, so, I was in Death Valley last week, and as you may have heard, um, that was at the beginning of my trip when I recorded, basically, um, that it went from, it basically started out disastrous, and then we really turned it around, so, the place I had us camp out the first night, the place I initially planned, the elevation was like 8,000 feet, which, uh, if you're not familiar with elevations or camping or, you know, weather in general, science is a fringe subject, so don't worry about it, I don't think science needs to be uh, mandatory in school systems, whatever, different note for a different day. Um, but if you're not aware of that, camping out at 8,000 feet, uh, is pretty stupid. Uh, we got there, luckily the road to get to the spot was closed, so we had to go back to someplace else that was at like, you know, sea level elevation, uh, had a good snooze, uh, went for a hike, um, we went to the world's lowest uh, elevation, or no, the United States low, the lowest elevation below sea level, 289 feet, uh, saltwater flats, bad water, uh, in Death Valley, which was cool. Walked on in like a swamp of salt, felt good on the feet, especially my feet. My feet are gross. You ever look at like the bottom of your feet in the mirror? I did. It was gross. Um, Achilles heel though, being gross. Um, we went to this, these random sand dunes. It looked like something out of Aladdin, Arabian Nights. Uh, we went sandboarding down the dunes with the Boy Scout troop. That was pretty fun. Um, but there was a parking lot where we were waiting for a spot. Parking lot's full. One way in, one way out. It was a, uh, it was like a rectangle shaped parking lot, diagonal parking. So, I'm there first, and I'm waiting for, like, this car to back out. And the car next to the one I was waiting to back out started backing out first. And so I tried to, like, back up a little bit so that I could get into that spot. And this guy who was behind me was, like, right up my ass. And then he swooped in to the parking spot. And uh, needless to say, I was pissed. Um, I had my window down, and I saw he had his window down. So let me say this. I didn't want to get into it. I did want to put him on blast. I didn't want to get into it. Um, it's one, one of those, like, if you're going to, if you're going to kind of scam me like that, that's fine, but I'm going to let you know. So he, uh, he swoops in, takes the spot. And I was like, I just go, wow, what a scumbag. And I just said it like mad loud, but like, not like in his direction, but loud enough so that he could hear. And, um, so I may have also misinterpreted the situation. So he came out of his car and started walking towards me. So I've been told since the incident by somebody else in the car, easy, that he was coming to like explain why he did that. Um, I just took it as like, if somebody steps towards me in that type of situation, it's kind of like fight or flight mode. And I went into like fight mode. Um, so he just started like talking to us. He was like kind of foreign too. Um, so I just, just like, dude, like whatever. Like we started like yelling at each other in the parking lot and then like tensions rose even more. Cause, uh, I, like my, uh, my buddy, uh, big weird Al, 
uh, he was sitting next to me and, uh, he's like, he's a Philly blockhead. So he was just like, he was screaming too. So it's like the two of us like screaming up front and we got like two people from California in the back who want to sing Kumbaya breaking out the ukuleles basically. Um, but ultimately the, uh, the backseat pacifists thought I was in the wrong and then uh, the the fighter flight fighters up front, we thought we were in the right. Um, it was basically one of those situations where, you know, like if you're at the grocery store and you're standing in a long line and then they open up like another register and they're like, oh, we're opening up a lane down here. Like if, if I'm behind somebody, but I can get to the lane quicker, I still allow the person in front of me to go. Like they were there first. So it was one of those weird situations where maybe I, maybe he was in the right, maybe I was in the wrong, but also if I was in his situation, I wouldn't have taken the spot. Um, so I was just looking for a little human decency and then it actually went complete 180 where I was like the opposite of human decency. Um, so do we love chewing out foreign tourists at a national park for taking a parking spot that maybe isn't even your spot. Uh, yeah, it was a good story, you know. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta stoke the flames, get a little fired up. Um, so, yeah, I love it. If you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna, like, be kind of sneaky, gonna be, you know, it's fine, it's fine. But be ready to face the repercussions, that's all I'm saying. And, actually, ultimately... Uh, we bullied him out of the spot. We, uh, I, we like yelled at him. I rolled up my window, flipped him off. And then he, uh, got in his car and he backed out and gave me the spot. Oh, and then this was the absolute kicker of the story. So he backs out, gives us his spot. We take the spot and then we're walking down to like, like I said, it's the lowest point on earth. And they have like a big sign that says like lowest elevation, blah, blah, blah. Like a, a spot where you take pictures. The guy standing right at the sign, him and his girlfriend, he's the only, they're the only two people standing at the sign. So we just walked up and we're like, Hey, um, do you mind taking our picture? Is <laughs> like, uh, sure. And so, uh, he ended up taking our picture. So, uh, we kind of dunked on the guy. He probably, he definitely hates America. He's definitely going to go home and be like, Americans are assholes. And, uh, yeah, we were a poor representation for, for the country. Um, I would say uh, my plus minus on being a poor, on being a representative of America with foreigners, I would say I'm in the plus. Um, that one was definitely a minus, but I still think I'm over. I still think I'm in the plus. So, you know, we'll chalk it up as an L and we'll move on to the next. We lost a battle. We're, we're still, we're still going to win the war though. So yeah, that was the parking lot incident. Um, we had a write-in from Jordo. Do we love belated birthday wishes? Um, I I am for belated birthday wishes. Uh, I don't mind getting them late. I don't mind giving them late. Um, I think the key with a birthday wish is really just to you know, it's kind of like a, it's like a good check-in. You know, it's a good way to check in with people that you might not talk to a lot. So, you know, if any reason that somebody wants to check in with me and talk to me, I always like keeping in touch um, and vice versa. Like, you know, maybe I didn't get the exact date right, but 
At least I, you know, was within two months. I guess, I guess that's the real question. How, how belated can it be before it's just like, we're on to next year? Hmm. Say two weeks. Two weeks is fair. Because two weeks is good because usually like, usually that gives you like a, a, a window where if it's past the two week mark, but you remember, you can at least be like, like it, it's close to like another holiday. So it's like, oh, I want to wish you a happy birthday, but I forgot. And now it's almost Easter. So I'm just going to say happy Easter. Like you're good. Um, so yeah, two weeks on the bladed, but I'm, I'm a fan of it. Uh, and then another birthday topic kind of written in by a uh, big John. Uh, do we love leap year? Um, this kind of came up because Jordo's birthday was four days ago and it was on a Monday and big John was like, you know, next year your birthday is going to be on a Wednesday because of leap year. It skips a day. I'm a huge leap year guy, huge leap year guy. One of my biggest regrets in life is actually not being born on leap year. I think that's by, by far and away the best birthday to have. Um, but I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. My birthday's on a Friday this year. That means I, I'm getting screwed out of a Saturday birthday and I'm going straight into Sunday and the next year after that, it's going to be a friggin' Monday. Um, so that's, that's a tough one to swallow. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't want to get all what was me right now. I mean, this is definitely a first world problem, but this is a serious first world problem. I think having a Friday birthday before next year, before a leap year, that might be the worst day to have. I mean, missing a Saturday, going straight to a Sunday. And I'm trying to think what the best one. Yeah, well, actually, of course, easy. His birthday was on a Wednesday. So now he's going, he's skipping Thursday. He's going, and then he goes bang, bang, bang. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I think the fourth year is a Monday, and then he gets to skip a Tuesday. Wow. I'm going to have to, I might have to call up, call up Cam or something and have him do like a, a math table or something, figure this out for me, which, which, who, who gets screwed the most. Um, this is, this is a real brain buster. Um, but yeah, I overall I'm a leap year guy. I like how we we mix it up a little bit. I wouldn't mind if we had you know a, another leap day, um, you know one maybe every ten years or something. Maybe one every two years. Um, a little off topic, but a little on topic. Why don't we have any holidays in August? Why are we having holidays in January and February? That's pretty stupid. Um, I'd say we take the January and February holidays and we just put them back to back in August. Like who, who doesn't like August? It's probably, you know, weather wise, like partying wise, that's when everybody won. You got nothing going on. Uh, maybe that's why August is so great because there's no holidays in it. So nobody has anything going on. So you can actually do whatever you want. You know, you don't have to kind of fall into other obligations. So you know what? Let's keep the holidays where they're at. Good talk. All right, finally, um, do we love REI 
asking invasive questions. So, was in REI yesterday. Uh, I was trying to, was looking at getting my tent fixed, Herbert. Uh, Herbert has been through the ringer, um, but it's a great tent. It's a great tent. It's a really small tent. It packs really well. Um, it's very simple to set up. It's just in a straight X. I can set, set it up in the pitch dark, absolutely shit-faced, um, which is honest. That's what you're looking for in a tent. Like, oh, how much does it weigh? Like, oh, will I get wet when it rains? Like, can I set the tent up in the dark drunk? If I can do that, that is the number one qualification you need from a tent. Anything else is foo-foo extra. So they should, because they have like different sections for tents. Like they have like backpacking tents, camping tents, like tents that you can put on your car. Like where is the setup drunk in the dark tent section? That's what REI needs. Um, So when I, I've been kind of putting together a list of places I want to work once a day or once a week when I retire, I think I could do four hours a week at REI more as like, kind of like a consultant. And, uh, that's, that's the first thing I'm implementing. No doubt. Um, so the, so I, one of the poles is, is kind not snapped, but it's on its last leg. So I was going to replace the pole. So I started like looking at tents and then, you know how it is when you're in a store, you know, you start looking at other stuff. And so, yeah, so I'm looking at tents and this lady who is like actually very like the most unhelpful employee I've ever met at REI. Normally everybody there is like really knowledgeable and this lady had no idea what was going on. She was basically, she was doing what I'm going to do. Like she was probably, she probably is retired, works there four hours a week and it's like, I don't give a shit. Um, like, I mean, if, if I'm working there four hours a week, like I'm not learning the product line. Or I'm going to learn, like, the stuff I want to learn. But, like, any of the stuff that they say, hey, you should probably learn about this boring stuff. Like, nah, not doing that. Um, So I got a kind of a glimpse into my future right there. Um, So she's explaining, like, she basically was making things way more complicated than they need to be. I actually figured out a different solution by myself. Just, you know, buy new temples. Um, I know idiot had took me like a trip to the store and like hours of thinking to figure that one out but in my defense this this REI tent expert couldn't tell me that um so she was stressing me out about the process of trying to get this fixed and then uh I was like well maybe I should just like look at some other tents and so uh we start looking at tents and you know buying a tent is a it's a big commitment like if you buy a tent it's kind of like I'm like I'm committing to like, you know, committing to sleeping with you for the rest of my life. It's a, you know, it's a serious move. And, uh, so she's just like, Oh, do you want like a one person tent or do you think you'll need a two? Uh, lady, really? Just trying to look at tents here. I'm not trying to plan out the rest of my life. Feeling confident. I'll take a two. But, so, I thought that was a little invasive. Like, trying to pick out a tent that I'm going to be in, you know, for the next 70 years. I hope I hope I need a two-person tent, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, 
Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Hope everybody has a great freaking weekend. Gonna try and find some decent jams. Uh, this one's a little too sensual. All right. This one actually kind of goes with the theme because they keep saying days of the week and we were talking about days of the week for the leap year. So enjoy. <laughs>